What's happening, guys? Brandon here. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to thank you all for your support, okay? I recently found out that all last month, the GFSA podcast has been consistently inside the top 200 spiritual podcasts in the U.S., according to Chartable.com and Apple Podcasts. I wasn't expecting this at all, okay? I was honestly just looking for a place to vent and have therapy, a form of therapy, but I'm super grateful to be able to have this platform and a way to reach people who maybe need to hear my experiences so that they can understand their own. So thank you to each and everyone who's listened and supported me through this journey. Thank you to my wife, my son, my family. Thank you to all the friends and small businesses who have also supported us like Gail's Rock Shop in Homosassa, Florida, Higher Light Oregon, Morgue Maid, Siren Serenity, The Moon Gypsy. You guys are all so vital to the spiritual communities that you help, okay? Uh, so thank you so much for that. And guys, if you want to check out any of those places, I'll have their links in the podcast description. If you guys enjoyed anything about this podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That way I'm telling you we can keep rolling this train of positivity and light. And I plan on keeping at this. I plan on evolving and creating content that resonates with me. And hopefully it'll resonate with you all in the same positive way. <laughs> Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson. With me, I have my wife, Cassie Anderson. Good morning, guys. We also have our dog making an appearance on our (laughs) podcast. (laughs) he just licked the microphone um (laughs) thank you guys for listening so the other day i remember we were watching that hulu documentary called framing britney spears and yes yeah it's a it's a good one definitely check it out um it really made us kind of think about the toxic relationships that we were in especially with her father and it it also made me think about the times that i could have been toxic to other people and I do want to discuss Brittany's relationship and what she's going through. But through my spiritual awakening, it helped me to be more understanding and more empathetic to other people who are in toxic situations. Because I remember when she was shaving her head and going through a lot of those things, I called her crazy. And, you know, it was very dismissive now that I look back on it. And we've also watched a lot of people come in and out of our lives that were in toxic relationships, you know, and, and we get lots of questions about how we keep our relationship strong and healthy because, you know, there's so many people who are dealing with these different situations 
and they feel stuck. Yeah. We've definitely been through a lot of these different things and we've conquered a lot of these toxic relationship traits that we're going to talk about today. So we've definitely been here, guys. We know it's a struggle. Um, we're here to give you the best um, advice that we can today. This isn't to tell anybody to leave or break up. Um, this is how to make your relationship better or decide whether or not this is uh, something that you want to stay in for the rest of your life. Um, so let's jump yeah, into it. Absolutely. Let's do this. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know what a toxic relationship is, could you just kind of provide some insight for the listeners that are maybe don't know if they're in that situation or not? Absolutely. So some traits to a toxic relationship. One of the main things is communication. Mm -hmm. Like who the fuck likes to be yelled at? Raise your hand. (laughs) Who likes to be screamed at? (laughs) Not me. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, yelling at each other, using harsh words. um, Those are signs of a toxic relationship. I think communication is probably one of the main things to support a healthy relationship. That's huge. One of the things that I cannot stress enough is how fucking bad the silent treatment is. Yeah. Because you do it one time and you get a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And then you do a second time. You may get a reaction. You may not. Mm -hmm. But what you do is you prolong that silent treatment the next time to piss that person off even more. And this really, really, really can turn into something bad. And this can definitely ruin a relationship. True. Um, so flipping that around, something that you can do is acknowledge and be mindful. If there's a situation, take a break, breathe, think about it, and come back to that situation. It's okay to apologize. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say that you were wrong. I know sometimes it's hard. I am a fucking Taurus. I'm <laughs> bullheaded. I do not like to apologize. <laughs> but that's something that I had to realize. If I want a good relationship and I want this to work and I want to show my son that I have a healthy relationship, I need to learn better communication skills. So that's something that you really, really want to focus on in a relationship. Yeah, communication is huge. And like you said, you're a Taurus. I'm a Cancer. And when I have a negative situation that I'm around, like a lot of times I like to retreat into my my shell, you know. And that's communication is huge because sometimes with your partner, you have differing and varying styles of communication and you have to be empathetic and understanding and learn how to be able to communicate and know with when, that other person. exactly exactly yes. so that's super super important communication is is always big yeah it's it's not okay if you're being yelled at every day um it's not okay if someone is using harsh words to talk about you you should never call your partner anything out of their name nah. period then if you want to piss them off don't call them babe just call them by their name trust me that shit works <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's funny that's funny you said that uh like I, I know relationships where partners call each other all kinds of names like bitch and, and yeah, stuff you know and it's, like fat ass and stuff and it's like cr- you're criticizing and disrespecting and like you know what I mean you don't feel that encouragement you don't you're not hearing that encouragement yeah you're not that's hearing gotta those stop. good things yeah. no no because you think that it's not affecting that person right now and they may laugh and chuckle but that shit really gets old nobody wants to hear um those negative words and those vibrations that you put out towards your significant other. Mm -hmm. So if this is someone that you really love, you don't use those harsh words towards that person. You keep that shit sacred. So something else that um, is a negative trait is control. I see Mm. this in a lot of toxic relationships, Mm. girl and guy, whatever parent, uh, friend, there's so much control out there. Mm -hmm. I could never tell you, 
that you couldn't go do something and have that on my seriously and that's just something that i've done before you know in a relationship because i didn't know any better so this is something that i had to learn you know not having giving that person their space um to be who they are and supporting that that is so important to have a healthy relationship you have to be able to figure out who you are and you can't do that when you're up each other's ass all the time so it's okay to have that personal space not always um you know asking where they're going and stuff yeah it's important to know yeah i'm gonna go hang out with this person but being overbearing about it and not having that trust Mm -hmm. if you have to wonder where your significant other is going you're not in a very good relationship Mm -hmm. are you not at all no you're not that is that's a toxic relationship that power struggle sometimes like when you're having a disagreement are you focused on the conflict are you focused on winning the argument or are you really focused on a resolution and understanding each other and that's something that a lot of people can't do because their ego is so full of pride and they want to be right so we for us it's really important to listen to each other and really understand what we're coming from and that's what works for us yeah we're gonna go into a big one cheating um you know which is a fucking thing and i just to share your energy when you're supposed to love someone to give that away to someone else Mm -hmm. is one of the most heartbreaking things and people deal with this every day and if you feel like you have to give someone else that energy then you're not in the relationship that you need to be in that is where you decide that we are just not meant to be together And sometimes that can be a really hard point to get to, Mm -hmm. but you are wasting your precious time when you can be in a relationship with someone that gives you that other 50% or their hundred percent, whatever you want to call it. I feel like a relationship should be 50, 50. I don't feel like you need to pay for the dinner all the time. You know what I mean? So it's super important to balance that out and not give your energy to other people. Sex is super important. Giving that energy to another person when it comes to a sexual relationship also really fucks up the balance in your relationship with that significant other that you're supposed to be coexisting with. And that that person that's cheating is absorbing that negative energy from that person that they're with. They're absorbing these different energies that don't benefit the relationship that they're in. So it's just, you know, if, if you're not interested in being committed to this person, and they've made it clear and they've set boundaries about not being with other people and you do something like that, that's something that will completely ruin your relationship. You have to be aligned. Yeah. You have to be aligned with your energy and when you go and you lay down with this other person, you are merging those energies. Mm-hmm. And this person is knows, I mean hopefully they know that you know, they're sleeping with someone that's giving their other half of their energy with someone else. So if you are in a relationship and you know, you are sharing that energy with someone else, then you need to break it off with that person at home. That is a big trait of a toxic relationship. Absolutely. You know, something that I see a lot is guilt, the Mm -hmm. blame game. Um, I see a lot of partners that are doing wrong themselves and make that other partner feel like shit, like they're doing something wrong, Mm. like trying to be sneaky. And then when their partner finds out, they're like, oh, well, you're doing this and I caught you doing this. 
and just completely making that person feel like shit and tearing them down. That is the most degrading, fucked up thing you can do with someone. And that just makes them take that into another relationship. Yep. So stopping that right there and refusing to take someone else's blame is a huge thing in a toxic relationship. You have to end that right away absolutely yeah if if your partner is snooping or like taking control of your phone or your social media accounts or trying to control who you communicate with, they got something fucking they wrong got issues them. they've got a really really toxic issues and trauma that they need to to heal themselves and it's just not going to benefit your relationship yeah if you're in a house with no love there's no sex there's no communication you don't know what that other person is doing you have to ask you have to beg um to feel love to feel emotion that is part of a toxic relationship how long are you going to sit there and how long are you going to deal with this yep i'm i'm not going to sit here and say that i'm perfect you know like my spiritual awakening helped me to look back and see where i was toxic to other people because i've been toxic i've had some toxic trait toxic traits that i've displayed but if you can can acknowledge when you're preventing your partner from evolving and being the best they can be then that's when you can release that toxic energy but you have to face yourself you have to acknowledge that i did something bad and i hurt someone i hurt their feelings or you know you cheated on them or whatever it is you have to acknowledge that and that's when you can can release that toxic energy come clean yeah come clean come exactly. clean start over if you're that type of person that you feel like you love this person and you've been doing them wrong take this time to fix that relationship if this is someone that you love and you want to be with fix it yeah if this is someone you're wasting their time or you feel like this other person is wasting your time you're not getting the love that you deserve it's time to go and I know I've been in that situation before where I have felt stuck and I felt like nobody's going to be good enough for me. Nobody's going to provide for me like this person is providing for me or I'm not going to find anyone that yeah. looks like this. I mean, there's so many different things that run through your mind um, when you're thinking about leaving a toxic You don't want to be alone sometimes. You know, no. some people don't want to be alone. That's one of the biggest things. Yeah. Like people just don't want to be alone. So they jump from a relationship to relationship. Anybody that will give them the time of day they don't really get to know this person it took me and brandon five years to get married yeah. and i am so thankful that we waited and we fought through our demons and our childhood traumas and things that um were disrupting um the best relationship that we could have and we yep. fought through all those things i know a lot of people have watched our relationship and one thing that we decided in the very beginning was we were never going to let anybody into our problems. We don't post yeah. about it. We don't ask for outside advice. We keep our relationship extremely sacred. Yep. And that's very important these days is if you want to talk about your relationships to someone make sure that you wholeheartedly trust this person and that they're giving you the best advice. If not, you need to lean on that other person to get through these things. Absolutely. For all the people out there that are struggling to leave a toxic relationship, it starts with you. It's building that courage to leave. Ask yourself, why am I here? Who am I? How much have I changed? How much have I changed through this toxic relationship? Mm -hmm. And what do I really want? And things that you need to do is build that confidence. Build yourself back up. You are beautiful. You are worthy. Yep. 
You are worthy of a relationship where you get that love back. It doesn't have to be like this. Mm -hmm. So things you can do to build yourself up, make a journal, make a diary. Every time you wake up, write in there, tell yourself what you want to change. Tell yourself how beautiful you are. Look in the mirror, no matter how bad you feel, look at yourself and tell yourself that you are beautiful. You are worthy. You are strong. If you have to go out to a place and you have to scream and shout (laughs) how much you love yourself and how beautiful you are, it is the first step. I've done that before. It it helps. It's liberating. Yeah, we don't talk to ourselves like that. We don't don't treat ourselves. We don't do it enough. And there's so many things limiting how we feel, and we don't need our partner doing the same thing. So you know, if you're you're feeling that those limiting feelings from your partner and other people. Tell yourself you love yourself. Tell yourself how proud you are of the things you've overcome. That's what we all need to hear more of. You have to fix yourself before you can love and fix someone else. So if you're in a relationship where you feel like you need to fix this person, but you have a past and you have trauma that you need to deal, you're never going to be able to fix this person. It starts with you. Mm -hmm. So you need to feel beautiful and you need to take care of yourself and you need to start saying no to things that make you feel unworthy. Love should be effortless. It should never be forced. Um, And one thing that I was talking about earlier was how your childhood affects your way of loving is a huge thing. Yeah. Especially in a toxic relationship. If you have two people that had turbulent childhood traumas that have not fixed themselves, or one person that hasn't fixed themselves and the other one's trying to fix them, it's just not going to work. It's not. It's no. not. <laughs> it starts with you. It starts with that person. Yeah. Just, it's funny you, you bring up like childhood, like just based on my life experience, the, the worst toxic relationship issues that I see are between parents and children or the trauma that the child is exposed to. And those issues to me define the way that you respond to trauma in your adult life. So a lot of times you'll see people that go and get in the same types of relationships, the same types of abuse or just different things like that. And I feel like sometimes those people haven't acknowledged their family trauma and the things that they've, uh, the generational curses or things that they've dealt with growing up. Yeah, absolutely. I will jump into a little bit on how my parents' relationship affected my relationships. Um, So my parents divorced when I was seven years old. Their relationship was pretty turbulent at the end. Um, I seen a lot of things, um, a lot of screaming, um, a lot of, you know, kind of fighting over us and my dad deciding that it wasn't worth coming around. And that affected my relationships. Mm -hmm. My relationships were turbulent. I thought that I had to scream and yell to get my point across. And that never sat well with the other person and a lot of those times the relationships never worked out because I wasn't able to fix myself I thought that that was the way you were supposed to communicate Mm -hmm. was by screaming and throwing things and getting pissed off in order to get my point across and I didn't learn that until I got with you that's not something that I brought into this relationship because you really never let me do that. Yeah. Um, you accepted me the way that I was and you worked through those things and I was able to become a better person um, because we both worked on those things. Exactly. That also makes me think about my childhood. Like my mom was a very, you know, I'd say I can say overbearing. You know, she knows what she wants and she's going to tell you her way. Um, and my dad was very guarded. 
and very closed off. And so I brought more of my dad's attributes to a lot of my relationships, like not explaining my feelings or not saying how I feel and, you know, not expressing that and seeing men be like that my whole life and especially my father. Um, you know, those qualities of, of being reserved and, and hiding those feelings stuck with me um, for my whole life. But we brought both of our traumas, I guess you would call it, together, and we were able to merge and understand and learn and evolve with each other. And we overcame it together. And you can do it, but both parties have to have each other's best interest at heart, and you have to be empathetic to each other. And that's the biggest thing is, you know, breaking family yeah, cycles. you have to break that cycle. You have to get out of what you've seen for generations in your family. Um, I did want to talk about one more thing, too, before we go. I know at the beginning I mentioned about Britney Spears and the conservatorship that she has. Um, there's like the hashtag free Britney. There's a lot of stuff going on with the that free Britney movement. Free Britney movement. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. I think it's great. So in that Hulu documentary, Framing Britney Spears, there's these two ladies, Barbara and Tess. They're both comedians. They have this podcast called Britney's Gram. And basically they go through her social media and just talk about her photos and different things like that with to other fans of Britney. And they had an emergency episode where a source said that Britney was forced to do lots of things against her will by her father uh, in that conservatorship. And when you're controlled in any type of relationship or situation with your family, you just feel defeated and helpless. And I kind of look at her relationships as an adult, and it seems like it kind of stems from what she's dealt with with her father as a child. Yes, absolutely. And if you look back, he was never even really there. If you look at it, it's all about the money. It's just it's extremely toxic. And you know what? It's really sad. I think we should protect people like this. I don't give a shit if they're a celebrity and you will never talk to them. They are human. We should protect them. Um, I am 100% down with the Free Britney movement. I used to listen to her every day, all day. I was a huge fan of Britney. I'm 30 years old. 90s were my jam. (laughs) Um, But the reason we wanted to bring this up is not to bring awareness to this situation, but... She was controlled by someone who was supposed to love and protect her. Yes. She does not have a choice right now, but you do. You have a choice whether you want to deal with this or not. So it's time to take control of your life and it's time to stop letting toxic relationships ruin you. You only live once. What are you going to do? Are you going to be a victim or are you going to be a survivor and go find the love that you deserve? So I hope that this encourages people out there. If you're in a relationship where you do not feel loved, you go get that. Love yourself and go find someone that is going to give you the love that you deserve. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. I love joining in with my husband. Um, We have a wonderful relationship and we are always down with giving advice. Also, too, if you guys want to check out uh, the Britney's Graham podcast by Barbara and Tess, we'll put the link in the podcast description. For you guys just to get a little more insight on her situation and what she's going through again guys we are so grateful uh for your support we are top 200 in the united states and spiritual podcast congratulations so, <laughs> so if you guys want to support this podcast even more just be sure to subscribe leave a review on whatever uh platform you're listening on okay it really helps us a lot 
And all these things help keep this podcast rolling and in turn can just hopefully inspire more people. So if you want to follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, we are at the GFSA podcast. And on Facebook, you can type in search the great effing spiritual awakening podcast to find our uh, page there. Again, love and light to you all. And we will see you guys next week. (laughs) 